0: Good morning, everyone. Um, Just before we start our formal service, Peter's got a couple of notices to bring.
1: Thank you, Esther. I've just noticed my watch says 10 o'clock. It's just that we're in Italy this week, so we're an hour ahead. I haven't adjusted the clock back. Yes, a few things. Um, We've got a prayer meeting tonight at 7 o'clock, so the one prayer meeting is at 7 here in church. Everybody's welcome at that uh, tonight. Uh, Next Sunday is our joint service at 10 o'clock. It's going to be a special service in all sorts of ways. Bishop Michael will be here. Uh, He will be preaching, he will be presiding, and also... Uh, we, are going to be, we are going to be joined by guests from other, other local Anglican churches um, because we are having uh, two people baptized and two people confirmed by the bishop. Uh, and as far as I know, I'm, I'm 99% sure that both of those baptisms are going to be full immersion. So that's the first time I will have seen the baptistry used since I started here as vicar in 2016. So. It's going to be quite a quite an occasion. Um, so uh, do come, uh, do join in with with the, with the uh, celebrations um, next Sunday. It's ten o'clock. Um, communion may be slightly different as well. Uh, it'll be explained on the day, but so we'll see have to see how that goes. Uh, as the pool is being used, uh, John Ashton will need some help to get it ready. So if you'd like to help him get it ready, he will be here on Saturday at ten o'clock. Uh, to get chairs and to get the baptistry ready as well. So 10 o'clock Saturday if you're able to help John with that. Uh, Please note also our gift day is the following Sunday, that's the 22nd of May. Uh, Somebody has rightly pointed out that this is also Christian Aid Week. Um, So what we will do is give towards Christian Aid out of the church tithes for this year. Uh, but please do be thinking of praying what you would like to give uh, towards the uh, the cause that we are uh, uh, appealing for this year. It's all on the <coughs> excuse me. It's all on this letter uh, that was sent out by Sarah this week. The photos on the side, and then the, the letter or the, the notes about the uh, Children and Families Mission Outreach that Jeanette heads up. It's all on that letter. If you haven't got one of these, there's some copies in the foyer. Uh, for you to take away and read through. But be, please be praying and thinking uh, in advance of the gift day what you feel able to give uh, to that particular cause. Uh, I'm also looking for three people to stand for PCC at the APCM, which is also on the 22nd. So if you have a calling to be on PCC, I would love to have a chat with you. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you, Peter. The Lord be with you. Let's uh, stand if you're able and we'll sing our first hymn together. All people that on earth do dwell. be seated. And we say together our prayer of preparation. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hidden, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name through Christ our Lord. Amen. And our confession. You raise the dead to life in the Spirit. Lord, have mercy. You bring pardon and peace. To the broken in heart, Christ have, Christ, have mercy. You make one by your Spirit the torn and divided. Lord have, Lord, have mercy. And so, in these few moments of quiet, Lord, we just confess to you those things that maybe weren't of your kingdom, that we said or did, that did not bring joy to your heart. Lord, have mercy. Almighty God, who in Jesus Christ has given you a kingdom that cannot be destroyed, forgive you your sins, open your eyes to God's truth, strengthen you to do God's will, and give you the joy of his kingdom through Jesus Christ, our Lord. We're going to have our reading now, at Psalm 23, and Malcolm, I think you're going to read? Yes. And then John Language will come and preach.
2: The reading today is from the book of Psalms. Psalm 23, you'll find it on page 555 in the Church Bible, 555. The Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths, For his name's sake, even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. You and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. This is the word of the Lord.
3: good morning good morning and good morning to those who are joining us online as well i thought of chuckle at psalm 23 uh, because i i worked in a christian nursing home for for 10 years called green pastures and he makes me lie down in green pastures was uh, always made me chuckle We we were thinking, well, we were in the process of building uh, another home, and the debate was what to call it, and and we thought perhaps still Walters. And then if we had, of course, a third home, it might be the Paths of Righteousness, which – and then finally, um, the Valley of the Shadow of Death. I don't think that's a good name for a nursing home. (laughs) I'm sorry. Sorry about that. Psalm 23. I I have a problem here, and some of you may have a problem too. These are probably the best known verses of scripture in the world after the Lord's Prayer. For me, my problem is that it makes it difficult for me to bring you anything new, an amazing, uh, fresh insight, because actually you've heard it all before. You know, you've heard it in different versions, you've got the lapel badge, you've got the t-shirt, you've got the bumper sticker, tick the box. For you, for some of you, your problem is that you've heard it all before, so it's harder to approach this expecting God to speak to you powerfully from it. Uh, But for both me and you, me and you um we need to be reminded as that of course that great hymn by George Rawson states the Lord has yet more light and truth to break forth from his word however well you know a verse or a passage of scripture God has something to say to you it may be um it may be something uh, fresh It may be a much-needed reminder, a a refreshing, a bringing to new life of an already learned truth. So we need to approach these lovely, well-known verses with ears to hear and hearts to receive whatever God has to say to us. And if you're here in church, and if you're serious about this, I suggest that you open the Bibles, if there is one near you, and find Psalm 23 so that you have God's word in front of you and you are not just relying on me droning on. Now, I saw a few people leaning forward to get the Bible, and I am serious about this. It will help you to follow this in the Bible, and there should be one in the pew near you. And Malcolm helpfully gave us the page number, which was 555. So, Well, as we know, the first, um, the first half of this psalm is the picture of a pastoral seed, the shepherd and the sheep. And this creates a small difficulty for us in that few of us understand much about keeping sheep. And I suspect that none of us uh, have a clear understanding of what it was like to be a shepherd in David's time 3,000 years ago. But despite that, There are easy lessons here in this psalm for us to take on board, even if we're going to miss some of the cultural subtleties that are here that the people of the time would have heard. Now, the first two verses, if you have it open, speak of the shepherd's care. And as we apply this psalm to ourselves, of course, these verses are not going to be taken literally. We will not be lying down in grassy meadows and drink from pools in gentle streams, unless perhaps we're on holiday. But you know, this is not what it's about for us. These verses speak of the shepherd's care, providing for the needs of the sheep. And I know it says, "I shall not want," or "I will lack nothing," and that's uh, that's not support for the you know the health and wealth doctrine, which says. If you pray nicely and hard enough, you will get the Rolls-Royce and win the pools. Um, Oh, are there pools now? I don't know. Sorry? There are just about. Oh, that's fine. I'm not speaking heresy then. Um, It's not about that. It's not about what we want or what we think we ought to have. Rather, this declares that God knows our needs, what is best for us, and will provide he cares for us he provides what he knows is for our highest good and of course it it talks as well about lying down the sheep were lying down we lie down in green pastures now um, this implies safety sheep only lie down when they feel safe and secure apparently cows lie down when it's going to rain which is sort of interesting and useful to know but not as helpful as this that the sheep lie down because they are safe and secure so the lord cares and provides and he enables us to feel safe and secure and that's wonderful and then we read he restores my soul you see we're going through this psalm with quite a Quite a pace because you know it so well. But the Lord restores my soul. I wonder if you've ever thought what that really means. Um, it tells us, actually, as Derek Kidner says in his commentary, uh, it, it, it speaks of the deeper renewal of the man of God, spiritually perverse or ailing as he may be. The renewal of the man of God spiritually perverse or ailing, as he may be. You may be sick spiritually, you may be in real trouble, but the Lord brings renewal. And this word restores actually has two sort of uh, aspects to it. In one sense, it means that um, the, the retrieval from danger, as in rescuing a sheep, a lost sheep, And it also carries the the feeling of reviving as bringing new life. Spiritual lives are are revived and renewed by him. So uh, rescue and reviving. In Psalm 34, David declares that the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. And I think that's lovely. The broken hearted, the crushed in spirit, the Lord restores, he rescues, he revives. And then we read, he guides me along the right paths. Now, if you see a shepherd in, um, in, in this country now, they, they're probably riding a quad bike around and rounding up the sheep on a cod bike. Well, in, in those days, we had a picture earlier on. Um, the shepherd went ahead and the sheep followed. And uh, the shepherd uh, leads the sheep forward. And so this speaks of the Lord leading and directing us. This is not only about looking for guidance when we have decisions to make, and he will do that. If we look to him, he will help us know what to do. But it's also about directing us towards righteousness. He guides me in paths of righteousness. How we live rightly, how we live in Christ-like ways. And that's what the bit about for his namesake means. Because as, as we are living for Jesus, as Christ is seen in us, we bring, we bring glory to God. You remember what they said about the Christians? Uh, they said, see how these Christians, these followers of Jesus, see how these Christians love one another. So by the way they lived, they brought glory to Jesus. And this psalm says that he will lead us into right living. He will lead us towards Christ-likeness. And that will bring glory to God. The Lord directs and leads us forward and we look to him particularly when the way is uncertain, but also to help us grow in Christlikeness. In verse 4, we are reminded that following the shepherd is not always easy. He would lead them sometimes to find new pastures through narrow valleys and deep ravines, cliffs towering over them, creating gloomy, dark atmosphere. These were dangerous places here. Predators would lie in wait. And of course, that's truth, isn't it? He he leads us sometimes through dark times. He takes us through difficult moments, even to that darkest time of all, which is is death. But however dark, whatever threatens, the psalm tells us that he is with us. And he's armed to the teeth. He's got a rod and a staff. His rod and staff comfort me. I know he's there he's equipped and he's well able to deal with whatever difficulty I'm facing so whatever fears we have the Lord is right beside us it's at this moment that um, in the song that the pastoral image of sheep and shepherd sort of ends some people think it goes all the way through but I find it difficult to think about sheep sitting at tables and having their head anointed with oil it doesn't fit somehow uh, sheep tables and oil um go together in a, in a very different way which i won't go to just now um, but as we look at verse five and six we see a more more long-term blessings being laid out a table in the presence of your enemies this suggests a victory feast a victory feast Alluding, perhaps, to Christ's victory over sin and death. In Christ, we will share in his final victory over all evil things. But this is more than an invitation to a feast day for a special occasion. Because we're told that we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Home. We talk of Christians who die being called home. I think that's a wonderful expression. Home speaks of security and belonging. And this, this psalm promises. It promises that. And the last verse of the psalm is a sort of summary. Goodness and love will follow me. Follow me. It's a, it could be stalking, couldn't it? But actually, this, this word follow me, it, it it's literally right. It, it pursues me, it chases after me. It will always be there, coming with me all the days of my life and then finally I will dwell with the Lord at home. That's lovely isn't it? His goodness and mercy will always be there with me as I journey and then take me home. So a quick trip through the song. So the Lord cares and provides. He enables us to feel safe and secure. The Lord rescues and restores particularly our broken and crushed spirits the Lord directs and leads us forward and he leads us towards Christlikeness. whatever trials and troubles we face the Lord is right beside us and he's well able to see us through any difficulty the Lord's goodness and love and mercy will pursue me all my days And I will be at home with him in eternity. And one last thing to point out is the very personal nature of this psalm. Like Psalm 139, this is very personal, it's intimate even. This is a psalm about the relationship between David and his Lord. The Lord is my shepherd. There's a story, you might have heard it, um, and if I get some of the details a little skew, you'll, you'll forgive me. There's a story about a young lad in a remote part of the Scottish Islands, and he used to walk over the hills every Sunday to attend Sunday school. And it was there that he was taught this psalm, and he was encouraged to remember it using this little device. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. One day during winter, he got caught up in a snowstorm and was eventually found frozen to death in a snowdrift. And they found him clutching his fourth finger. The Lord is my shepherd. And the Lord had been with him in the difficulty he faced, and the Lord had taken him home. And you'll have noticed that that fourth finger on the left hand is where I wear my ring. And it's traditionally where we we, we wear a wedding ring. And a wedding ring is a symbol of commitment to the promises made to one another. It's a symbol of relationship. And this finger is all about relationship. And commitment, and what a lovely way to symbolise the relation and commitment that the relationship and the commitment that we have with our Lord. Try it now. Do it with me. The Lord is my shepherd. All of you, do it, and don't do it grumpily and think, hmm, "Why am I doing these childish things?" um lighten up we're in the lord's presence and you're declaring something very special so do it with confidence do it with conviction let's try again the lord is my shepherd you're getting it one more time the lord is my shepherd so when we're struggling With worries and fears, the Lord is my shepherd. Thank you, Fred, for joining in. I thought everybody would, but um, you lead the way and we will follow. Let's try that again. So when we're struggling with worries and fears, the Lord is my shepherd. When we've drifted away, we feel broken or crushed in spirit the Lord is my shepherd. When we need guidance or direction, the Lord is my shepherd. When things are dark and we feel the presence of evil, the Lord is my shepherd. When we face the future and our mortality, remember the Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd and may he plant and nurture this simple truth in all our hearts.
0: Thank you, John. So we're going to sing Psalm 23 now. And we're going to use the modern version, um, which has the chorus, I Will Trust in You Alone. Um, thank you, Sue. Let's stand and sing Psalm 23 together. <laughs> Please be seated. For our intercessions, when I say the words, Lord, in your mercy, please respond, hear our prayer. Lord, in your mercy, inspire all those who lead and serve in our nation. Our communities and churches. May they know your guidance and direction. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Help us to be understanding and forgiving of all those we encounter. Show us how to serve one another, to offer love, care, and support. Lord, In your mercy, hear our prayer. Watch over all those who feel isolated and alone, particularly those who are still concerned about COVID or who are frail or suffering from illness. Calm their fears and lead them into your peace and your freedom. Lord, in your mercy, Hear our prayer. For those who've lost loved ones, comfort them in their grief and heal the broken-hearted. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We bring to mind those areas of our world where there is war or famine or strife. Lord, bring your peace to those places. Encourage your people and give church leaders wisdom to stand for you. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And finally, we bring to mind any in our community that we know to be in need. May love and goodness fill their lives. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Shall we stand to say the creed together? We believe in God the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named. We believe in God the Son, who lives in our lives through faith and fills us with his love. We believe in God the Holy Spirit, who strengthens us with power from on high. We believe in one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. We are called to be a people of peace. The peace of the Lord be always with you. Let's share the peace with one another, but being mindful that we still need to be careful about keeping our distance. We're going to use Eucharistic Prayer E. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift Let us give thanks to the Lord our God.
4: It is right to give thanks our God.
0: Father, you made the world and you love your creation. You gave your Son, Jesus Christ, to be our Saviour. His dying and rising have set us free from sin and death. And so we gladly thank you with saints and angels praising you and saying, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. We praise and bless you, loving Father, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. And as we obey his command, send your Holy Spirit that broken bread and wine outpoured may be for us the body and blood of your dear Son. On the night before he died, he had supper with his friends, and taking bread he praised you. He broke the bread. Gave it to them and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And when supper was ended, he took the cup of wine. Again, he praised you, gave it to them, and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many. For the forgiveness of sin. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so, Father, we remember all that Jesus did. In him we plead with confidence his sacrifice made once for all upon the cross. Bringing before you the bread of life and the cup of salvation. We proclaim his death and resurrection until he comes in glory. Christ has died. Christ Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Lord of all life, help us to work together for that day when your kingdom comes and justice and mercy will be seen in all the earth. Look with favour on your people. Gather us in your loving arms and bring us with all the saints to feast at your table in heaven. Through Christ, and with Christ and in Christ, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honour and glory are yours, O loving Father, for ever and ever. Amen. Please sit or kneel to say the Lord's For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. We break this bread to share in the body of Christ. Because we all share in one. Draw near with faith. Receive the body of our Lord Jesus Christ which he gave for you and his blood which he shed for you. Eat and drink in remembrance that he died for you and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving. If you'd like to come forward as the stewards direct and um, we're going to uh, follow our usual pattern of for taking the bread and the wine back to our seats so that we can all eat and drink together. And the blood of Christ keep you in eternal life. Before we say our prayer after communion, let's pray for those of our church community who can't be with us today. And so, Father, we lift before you those of our church community who can't join with us today because of frailty, illness, or because they're in residential Father, we ask that your peace and your presence will be with them. Lord, that they will rejoice in the new life that you have brought them. And that, Lord, they will know your blessing upon them this week. Amen. And let's say together, To lead. Thank you. May the love of the Lord Jesus draw you to himself. May the power of the Lord Jesus strengthen you in his service. May the joy of the Lord Jesus fill your soul. And may the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you and remain with you and those you love this day and evermore amen go in peace to love and serve the lord in the name of christ amen you're not going to sit down are we john and i are going to have to walk down the aisle